This is Balita Akil, and I want to welcome you to How to Win Friends and Influence People the Grace and Charm Way. And I am just so honored and excited to have my mentor and my coach, Mr. William R. Patterson. And we're going to talk about some great strategies that a person can use, uh, no matter where they're starting from, to build a million-dollar network. A lot of people always wonder how I was able to get major corporations, celebrities, presidents of countries, millionaires, and even billionaires to partner with me and champion my businesses, my products, and my services when I was first getting started. So I want to share a lot of those great tips that will help individuals and companies hopefully attract millions of dollars in new business. So William R. Patterson joins us on The Drive Home. It's your trusted source for wealth and business education. Our guest this week, William R. Patterson, award-winning lecturer and national best-selling author. He is a business and finance guru. William Patterson, Chicagoan extraordinaire. I'm going to go to William Patterson, and we couldn't have you on on a better day. I'm very excited we have with us today William R. Patterson. He has shared the stage with billionaires, presidential candidates, and Fortune 100 CEOs. What I'm seeing is that you're giving us what I would call a short-term and long-term strategy here. There's things here that can make a difference in my business like now, in the next 30, 60, 90 days. Talking about money, economics, finances, but with one of the best minds in the business. William Patterson, he is a renowned wealth coach and national best-selling co-author of The Baron's Son. Breakthrough book has been featured in the Forbes Book Club and Black Enterprise Magazine. His website, BaronSeries.com, is winner of the 12 awards for best speaker, best male author, and best wealth building site. He is ranked as the number one business motivational speaker. Well, hello, this is Balita Akil, and I want to welcome you to How to Win Friends and Influence People the Grace and Charm Way. And I am just so honored and excited to have my mentor and my coach a lot of what you see of grace and charm and what's been going on from the start to where I am now, I have to say that Mr. William R. Patterson played a very large part in the development of grace and charm. So I can honestly tell you that you are in for a treat today. He is just excellent. That's all I can say. He is just an excellent mentor, coach, and business man. Um, Mr. Patterson is also considered as one of the best wealth coaches out here today. So without further ado, Mr. Patterson, welcome. Thank you, Walisa. It's always a pleasure to be with you. I'm really excited about today's topic. Is uh, we've always discussed networking and building relationships are the keys to success. So the more tools, strategies, resources, and just the, the goodwill and good spirit that you approach relationship building, uh, when you approach it from that mindset, the, the world is your oyster. Oh, wow. You have a few tips, strategies that I consider the foundation. And one of those strategies uh, that you write about if a person wants to build a million-dollar network, and I think that's it's strong right there, not just a network, but a million-dollar network. Why is it so important that as an entrepreneur or as a person in their career and they are starting to move up, why is it so important to be selective? 
Well, I've always said that your network is a direct reflection of your net worth. And one of the fastest ways for you to improve your net worth or to improve your business is to change the people that you spend the majority of your time with. Uh, one of my good friends and also a person I consider to be a mentor in a lot of ways is George Frazier. Mm-hmm. And he's one of the, the top networkers in the country. And he, he always says, you can't spend major time with minor people. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I really take that to heart. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't help people, but it does mean that you need to manage your relationships and how you spend that time. And I've always said that 80% of your success will be the result of your soft skills, your ability to network, form these mentoring relationships, these strategic partnerships, joint ventures, and political alliances. And we're going to talk about some great strategies that a person can use, uh, no matter where they're starting from, to build a million-dollar network. A lot of people always wonder how I was able to get major corporations, celebrities, presidents of countries, millionaires, and even billionaires to partner with me and champion my businesses, my products, and my services when I was first getting started. So I want to share a lot of those great tips that will help individuals and companies hopefully attract millions of dollars in new business. Well, go ahead and share because I tell you, I am listening. Well, one of the first insights that I want to share with people is to always understand that everyone is accessible if you raise your value to that person or that company and you approach them with what we call polite persistence, enough polite persistence. So you have to do follow-up. So much of your business is in the follow-up. The other key barren insight is that you always want to focus on what's in it for the other person or the other company that you want to help you. A lot of people, when they approach a person or a company, they always have this what's-in-it-for-me mentality as opposed to thinking long-term. They're thinking about their immediate needs instead of building what we call a networking plan where you say, there are a certain number of people that I want to meet over the next 12 months, and these can be specific people, or they can be people who are in certain positions. And then you start to build relationships with them and look for ways in which you can create value. And there are a lot of ways in which you can create value for these people and get them to help you without upfront compensation, meaning that you have to pay them to do something for you to make a connection or to open doors for you. So what are some of the ways, because that's the question that I have, what are some of the ways that you can, a person can raise their value? Well, this is a a great story of one of our clients. She was an associate in the Gap, the clothing store, and she said, I know a lot of millionaires, but I just don't feel as though I have anything of value that I can deliver to them that would make them want to help me. So one of the things that we did is we worked with her on developing her own television show, radio show, so that now, instead of approaching them as a retail associate from a clothing store, she can now approach them as a media host who can expose their business to hundreds, thousands, or even potentially millions of people, depending on the scale. So looking for ways in which you can develop media property can be a great way, and and cultivating an audience can be a great way to begin building relationships. Because now, when you're approaching people, you're approaching them from this opportunity-type mindset where you can create an opportunity for them to sell products and services. You can create an opportunity for them to promote a, a favorite cause, a charity that they may have. You can create an opportunity to connect them with other people in your network. 
So there are a lot of great ways in which you can raise your value, but one of the, the fundamental strategies that we teach is using media properties. And if you're not ready for your own radio show or television show, you can start with something like what we're doing right now, which is a teleseminar or a webinar. So you can build up an audience and then invite people onto your teleseminar series or webinar series as a way to build relationships with them. So how would a person, I'm at the starting point, and um, I get what you're saying, but how would I even approach a person of influence and you are saying that I need to raise my value, but I'm at point A? Well, it's actually a lot easier than you may think. And don't get me wrong, there are certain people that are much harder to get to and, and take longer to get to than others. So you're going to get some early yeses and you're going to get some that may say, not right now. But if you are just getting started, again, I would suggest developing some kind of media property, again, a television show, even if it's okay. an online television show, an internet radio show, if you're starting there, or a teleseminar or a webinar series. Okay. And you want to begin to also cultivate an audience, because if you're going to invite someone on, you want someone to be able to hear this great message. Okay. Now... Uh, what you can do, there are a lot of ways in which you can do this for free. There are services like Blog Talk Radio where you can host your own free Internet radio show. There are public access facilities across the country where you can host your own television show for free. Uh, there are services like freeconferencecall.com where you can host a teleseminar for free. So there are a lot of free services that you can use if you don't have a big budget. Now, if you do have a bigger budget, there are some things that you can do faster and at a higher quality and end up courting higher quality guests. But those are the fundamental tools that you would need to start one of the, the media properties that we just talked about. Mm -hmm. Now, from there, what you'll want to do is to cultivate an audience, and you can pull in some content, or you can develop content. And inviting people on, you're creating content through that process. But you can also write articles. You can leverage article directories to pull in content. You can find great articles on niche topics, and you can put that as part of a newsletter, and you can tweet that, you can post it on Facebook, and then you begin to be known as an expert in that particular niche. Now, what happens after that is you begin to reach out to the person that you want to appear on the show. So you would call their company, and you would call their assistant, and you would ask to schedule uh, an interview with that person. Now, again, you, depending on how busy the person is, how, how big a name, whether or not they have something that they want to promote, and this is a, a bonus tip here, mm -hmm. is look for people who have something to promote. So if they have a new book out, if they have a new product out, those are going to be people who are more likely to want to do your radio show, your television show, et cetera, because they have something that they want to promote. So that's a, a big tip. So you can check out things like Amazon.com, look for new releases. Um, you can also do Google searches and so forth. But again, if you have someone in mind, you can track them and say, ooh, this person just came out with a new book, just came out with a new movie, just came out with a new TV show. Uh, this might be a great opportunity to promote them. But with regard to who to target, I always say target people that I would call leaders and early adopters to achieve maximum results early. Now, these leaders are going to be people who are known for innovation, being on the cutting edge. Those are going to be the people who are more likely to take a chance on you and say yes. 
and uh, they're more likely to take risks on new ventures and individuals. So whenever you're trying to approach someone, whether it's for an endorsement, uh, test, uh, testimonial, support, look for those visionary leaders and companies first, and then move on to the next group, which we call the early adopters. And these tend to be individuals who are the first to try new things, and they should be your second target. Now, early adopters typically have large networks, and if you can solve their problems, they can give your idea, your project, or your company a strong push early on. So start with the leaders and the companies, and the reason you want to start with the leaders, the visionary leaders and companies first, is because their endorsements will carry significant weight, and that will help your project or your venture gain momentum with the media or other major players in the general public. So their names are going to carry weight, and then you want to go to the early adopters because they have the network to push that idea. And then the followers should be last. And the reason you want to do the followers last, the people who fall into that follower category, is because they often need social proof before making decisions. So they're not going to be the first to, to jump on the wagon. And it's interesting, when I talk about visionary leaders and companies, Bob Johnson, the founder of Black Entertainment Television, was actually the first person to endorse our book, The Baron's Son. So before we had this whole slew of other endorsements, we got a big name. So that's an example of taking a visionary leader and using that name to pull weight with the media and other players. So that's an example of what I'm talking about. Okay. So you approached the leader and you mentioned that you always think about what's in it for them. So you would have to have, again, something of value, whether it's a network or time or other relationships that you can uh, bring them into before you even approach the leader. Right. Now, now, for for some people, for in the example of Bob Johnson, the, the man is a billionaire, so there's only so much I'm going to be able to actually right. do for this okay. person. Uh-huh. Now, in, in those instances, you may want to lean more toward the charitable side and saying okay. how what you're doing has a humanitarian component to it. For instance, one of the things that we do, we also do a youth entrepreneurship and, and financial series for students in inner city schools. We do the same for teen mothers. So there's a humanitarian component to what we do in our program. So pointing out that may also help you reach out to people where, again, any type of income that you may create for them is going to be minimal compared to the other things that they have going on. So in those instances, look for something outside of the money that can create value. Can you create a PR opportunity, a positive PR opportunity for that person? That is also a great asset that you can leverage in those types of relationships. But, but yes, you are correct. Look for ways in which you can create value, which could be an income opportunity. It could be a PR opportunity. It could be supporting their favorite cause or charity. Or uh, it could be any other type of platform where you're connecting them with other influential people in your network. Okay, because I was wondering, you know, if you don't have... I mean, what can you offer uh, a person that is already a billionaire? So, yeah, that answered that question. Uh, thank you. You also mentioned, um, and I'm going back to the times that we have had our conversation, to offer a turnkey solution. What do you mean by that? 
I have two general rules in business, and number one is never make it hard for people to pay you, and the second rule is never make it hard for people to help you. When I say showing up with a turnkey solution, you can significantly increase your income, your credibility, and your odds of long-term success if you offer a, a turnkey solution, which means that it's a well-thought-out, ready-made, proven solution that is going to require little to no work on behalf of your mentors, your colleagues, your joint venture partners, and your customers. So if you're approaching someone, don't ask people to, or you're approaching people, don't ask them to do things that they don't already do. So if you want someone to, let's say, endorse a book or a product, look for people who are already endorsing a lot of books and products. Oh, so okay. You're more likely to get a yes from people who are already doing things that you want to do. If you're looking for advertisers for your television show, your radio show, whatever it is, your, your conference, look for those companies that are already supporting and advertising in magazines, radio, television, and conferences because they're more likely to want to invest in yours, particularly if you can show how you can help them achieve their goal better, faster, or potentially at a lower cost than their existing opportunities or the sources that they're currently leveraging. Now, when I talk about these turnkey solutions and these ready-made or proven solutions, you want to do things that don't require other people to do a lot of work. So if you want to get, let's say, an endorsement or a testimonial, one of the things that I would suggest is that you draft a sample endorsement or testimonial. Now, most people will still come up with their own version of your testimonial or endorsement, but it will speed up the likelihood and the – well, it will, it will speed up the you actually getting that endorsement or testimonial, mm -hmm. and it will also increase the likelihood of you getting that endorsement or testimonial by a factor of 10 we found. So if you give someone a sample set of endorsements and say, I'm looking for something like this, mm -hmm. then they, of course, will, you know, read, uh, hopefully read your book or review your product and give an honest appraisal, but you're giving them guidelines. And those guidelines will help them save time and show that you respect their time. Mm -hmm. So those are some of the things that you can do with regard to the turnkey solution. Any way in which you can make it easier and faster for them to say yes, that's what you want to do. Okay. Well, that's good information. I'm taking notes here. Let our listeners know how to contact you. Sure. They can always uh, reach us toll-free at 888-90-BARON. That's 888-90-B-A-R-O-N. Or they can visit us online at baronseries.com. That's B-A-R-O-N series. S-E-R-I-E-S dot com. And before we move on, because, you know, I'm a big fan of yours, so I, <laughs> I'm just a huge fan. Also, tell our listeners a little bit more about what you do. Sure. Well, we help any entrepreneur who has a business idea get that business off the ground and hopefully grow it into a million-dollar, multi-million-dollar business. And we also work with individuals who are interested in building wealth and turning assets into wealth-building and retirement vehicles. So if you're interested in learning how to manage risk and become a better wealth-builder and investor, those are services that we offer, as well as if you're interested in launching a business, whether it's a t-shirt business in Florida or a manufacturing plant in China, 
we can help. If you're interested in writing a book to developing your own TV show, we can help. So just about whatever it is uh, you're looking for with regard to growing a business and being able to market that business, uh, those are all services that we offer. Our time is winding down, but I do want to get this other point in, and this is a weakness that I have turned into a strength for me, is you say follow up with polite persistence. So many times when we get that no, we just like, okay, they're not interested, and we feel rejected. Why, well, how do you follow up, first of all, with polite persistence, and why should a person follow up with polite persistence? One of the things that you always want to do and, and keep in mind is that a person typically needs to see or hear your message seven to nine times before they will buy or, or actually remember it, much less are ready to buy or take action on it. So you're typically going to need to get in front of that person multiple times. And ideally, if you want to build a relationship, if you can get a credible introduction to someone who has a personal relationship with that person, it will make it that much easier. But... Uh, in business, no doesn't always mean no. Sometimes it means not yet. Sometimes it means you have not given them adequate information. Sometimes it means you have not provided enough rational and emotional benefits. Sometimes it means you've not established sufficient trust and credibility. And again, that's where that introduction can help. Or that's where a track record or any other type of high-quality marketing collateral can help you. And the last thing it may mean is that you have not shown how your solution is better than them taking no action or other solutions that exist. So these are things that are typical objections or reasons why a person may be saying no, but there's an opportunity for you to overcome these objections. And there are three primary ways that we teach that people can overcome those objections. The first is with what we call education-based marketing. And that's where you educate people on the merits of your cause and how they will personally benefit or how their companies will benefit. So an education-based marketing is where you may do case studies, you may uh, provide additional information that demonstrates how they will benefit. The other thing that we always say is uh, follow up with them regularly. And one way in which you can follow up with people without being a uh, pest is to ask them, when would you like me to follow back up with you? Now, that's a very important piece and important language to use. When would you like me to follow back up with you? And I say, oh, you can follow back up with me in about two weeks. Then you can call back and say, you asked me to follow back up with you in two weeks, which is what they did, versus just saying, okay, I'll follow back up with you. So when you ask them, you're almost getting permission to follow back up, and you want to follow up until you either get a yes or a no. So you, you kind of want to force these people to give you a yes or a no. And then you want to stand out from the crowd. So if there's different things in which you can do, you want to look at what are the other types of requests they're getting and how can I stand out to say uh, we're better or we're different than all of these other requests that they're uh, receiving. So again, one of the best ways to accomplish that is with education-based marketing campaigns. And when you're following up with them, follow up with something new. To say, hey, I just wanted to share this press release that went out. And you may highlight other key individuals that are a part of your company. Hey, I just wanted to share this great success story that we've had. Or, hey, I just wanted to share this, this other media opportunity. So you can follow up with some useful information and hopefully information that they can use and profit from is even that much better. So those are ways in which you can follow up with polite persistence and create value in your follow-up to make them want to help you.
and say, wow, I understand, and now I see the benefits of this relationship. Well, even on on that note, you ask them, you know, when or how should you follow up with them, and they tell you what, follow, follow up maybe in two weeks, and you follow up, and you start to send them resources or press releases or what have you. How often should you do that? Is that once a month, once every two months, or... Well, it really depends. It really depends on the person, and more importantly, it de- it depends on the value of the information that you're sharing. So don't just inundate them with things that they have that they would not value mm-hmm. and things that they don't care about. So ideally, you want to share things that are of value and that they care about. That should be your primary guide: is am I sharing useful information that would be of value to that person? Mm-hmm. Okay. Generally, you probably want to follow up at least every. 30 days or quarterly, depending on how busy the person is, or if you have some breaking news, or again, unless they've given you some other timeline. So I would say, you know, 30 days, sometimes, again, if they've given you a shorter timeline, it's okay to follow up on a shorter timeline. But I would say, you know, 30 days, 30 to 60 days or quarterly, I would say at least quarterly, you would probably want to follow up with just about anything. Okay, and then there's many ways to follow up with a person, and that's a whole different topic. But, right. um, yeah, we are um, running out of time, and I just appreciate you so much, and um, I'm just gleaming. I'm just taking notes, and um, it's always good to hear the information again. So what is the bottom line? A person, and I would say, I would dare say that, most entrepreneurs that are in business or a person that is striving to get ahead, get to the C-suite in their career, they want to be a, a multi-million dollar business network. What is the bottom line? Well, I would say the shortcut to this is to find a mentor, coach, or an advisor who can make a lot of those credible introductions for you. So that, that would be the first mm-hmm. one. And now if you can't do that, you want to keep in mind these two barren insights that, again, everyone is accessible. If you raise your value to that person or your co- or that company and you approach them with enough polite persistence. The other is that you always want to focus on what is in it for the other person or the company that you want to help you and look for ways to raise your value. You want to create a networking plan. Your networking plan is the most important plan that you can create even beyond a business and a financial plan. And what you want to do is you want to identify a certain number of people that you want to meet over the next 12 months, and you want to create a plan to build a relationship with them. And this will affect everything from your access, your the amount of money you generate to access to uh, certain healthcare experts. You name it, your network is so key. And I can just you know tell you briefly, probably saved my sister's life because I was able to get a an expert doctor and a specialist to look at her when she was in the hospital and very right. sick. So it means so much to be able to have great relationships. Wow. That is the bottom line. It's all about the relationship. Wow, that's a powerful story. Thank you for sharing. I hope your sister's all right. Oh, yeah. This was many years ago. She's oh, definitely okay. doing well now. <laughs> Up and doing good, well now. Good, good, good. It's still a great story. It's just a, a great example of uh, how broad your network should be and can be Oh, I, oh, thank well, you. actually, well, Lisa, let, let, me, let me leave the people with this. If you look around and everyone in your network looks like you uh, <laughs> in terms of, you know, race, 
um, income, all those different things, there's a problem. It's <laughs> like a diverse network. <laughs> I say that all the time, and I learned that from you. And, I, you know, our, my network is so diverse and so broad now. And thanks to the coaching that you gave me, I mean, like I said, I am just your biggest fan. So I will always shout from the rooftops. Um, what you can do. So we are out of time, and I appreciate you so much. But before I let you go, uh, once again, um, let our listeners know how they can contact you. Sure. You can reach us online at baronseries.com. That's B-A-R-O-N series, S-E-R-I-E-S dot com, or toll free at 888-90-BARON. That's 888-90-B-A-R-O-N. This has just been a wonderful, wonderful conversation. I always enjoy uh, talking with Mr. Patterson, and I can tell you, listeners, that uh, what he shared today, the value is <laughs> is very, very high. So I really hope that you take the information and uh, you apply it. But most importantly, I just want to to stress the importance of having a coach. I am where I am today because of Mr. Patterson. So uh, reach out to him if you want to move forward or if you feel like you're stuck in your business or your career. He can help you get to that next level. And again, I am Walita Akil, and this has been How to Win Friends and Influence People, The Grace and Time Way. I love that, The Grace and Time Way. Mr. Patterson helped me create that name. Well, he created the name Grace and Time. So. <laughs> so. This is William R. Patterson, wealth coach and national best-selling co-author of The Barren Sun. I hope you found the lessons and insights from this interview enlightening and profitable. I now invite you to complete the information request form in the workshops and coaching section of barrenseries.com to learn how you can use Barron Wealth Coaching to rapidly achieve your business and financial goals. At BarronSeries.com, we've developed one of the most effective, integrated approaches to building wealth in the world. With expert guidance and over 200 accelerators, Barron Wealth Coaching can help you quadruple the speed at which you reach your business and financial goals over planning yourself and other methods and programs. For more information on Barron Wealth Coaching, visit BarronSeries.com forward slash coaching.htm or call 888-90-BARON. That's toll-free, 888-90-B-A-R-O-N.